you know, about 80% of listeners to the podcast who listen on any audio platform such as Apple or Spotify haven't yet clicked that follow button. Now, could I ask a really big favour? If you really enjoy the show, please click that follow button within the app. It does wonders for the show that you couldn't believe and it gives me the opportunity to invite better guests on. Now, if you don't believe me, the Ginger General has something to say too. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button. So, here we go. I've been away for literally two two months on this show, to be honest. And this is my first episode back, and I'm quite chuffed I've actually got Wayne here. Um, Wayne yeah. Bellsman, you're a bit of a, a, bit of a, a po- you were just discussing before the show started, a bit of a podcasting veteran when it comes down to this sort of yeah. net. Nah, can you? How are you getting on, Wayne, anyway? Yeah, man, no, good, dude. Yeah, it's it's been a while. It's been surprising. You know, since shit since i was 16 years old so that's like almost 14 years ago like it was when i first started in the broadcast space uh wow. when i was in school yeah so, uh, but then so how come the you, pod, podcast how come, i was so, gonna say how come you get into it when you went into it before what made you get into it because that was literally was podcasting like really in its infancy back then that was when it like nobody really knows what the hell podcasting is Dude, it was so early on, right? And so, like, I wasn't in podcasting then. It was when, like I said, I was taking, I got lucky, like, this. my school offered, like, specialty courses, and it was called mass communications. At the time, I liked talking. I liked writing. You know, journalism, TV, that whole idea, right? Let's get, let's become famous. Let's learn how to, like, you know, do shit on the TV. Yeah. But podcasting, like, we never talked about it. And so, my first podcast, though, I launched in 2016. And so, you know, now it's been six, pushing seven years in the space and I'm um, still loving it till today. It's good fun. I mean, when I first started doing it, I first started doing it when I was a little bit of backstory for myself um, during a business. Yeah, I started doing a business and I, for my sins, I signed up to this like kind of business coaching side, right? And I, you see it all the time now. Yeah. Every, every time you switch on Instagram, every time you switch on everywhere, we can make, we can do this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll have a go at this. So I, it was so expensive. It was £700 a month I had to spend for this. Uh, and this was like oh, building wow. a business. And he was like, start a business, start a podcast as well. And I was like, okay. And the way it yeah. was, it was to get authority, interview people in the space and get some authority. So I was like, this sounds like a good idea. And I, and I called my, um, my podcast uh, a bit of a weird name. Because it's um, my initials is Ryan Alexander Walker, so it's raw. So I was like, "This is a prime opportunity to call nice. my podcast going in raw." And um, <laughs> some people got it, and some people didn't. And I got a lot of questions. No. When I when I messaged it, a few of these people, like these industry leaders and all that sort of stuff, to build my business up, they were like, "Would you like to be a part of going in raw?" <laughs> I got so much weird messages back on. Are you taking the piss? Really? Is this some sort of like kind of naughty? Fetish yeah. thing, and I was like, "No, it's a legit actual podcast." So uh, ah. that's how I yeah. got started. Really, you know what's weird with that, dude? I love that because, like, you have to be a little bit more almost like crude or vulgar or like abrasive in the start to grab people's attention. Yeah. And so I like that name actually, <laughs> and then let's switch it to just like 
it's obviously your initials, but also it's the raw truth, right? The what we're talking about here is the truth. We're giving it to you raw, right? We're not holding anything back. And then who knows? Maybe you'll throw some sexual innuendos there every every few episodes anyways. That's a great idea, the raw truth. I'm going to use that. Should I, wow, where were you four years ago, Wade, when I was doing it? God damn it. I should have used that. That's guess, a crack. I guess you didn't see my you didn't see my Instagram ads back then. <laughs> I would have <laughs> I would have helped you. I would have helped you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you've been that's, you, so, that's you, so you've been doing like the podcasting thing for a while. I mean, what was what how many podcasts have you done so far in your veterans career? Yeah, I guess I'm on my fifth show now. Okay. Um yeah, first one I started, funny enough, similar to you, right? When you first got into business, the idea was like, all right, let me get some notoriety, right? Let me get some some street cred, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, and I was almost just like documenting a little bit of the journey. It's like I just started as an entrepreneur. And so every day I would it was almost like a little voice diary, essentially. Okay. I was like, This is what this is what I'm busy doing, this is what I'm working on, this is what I'm trying. I'm trying to become an entrepreneur is sort of how it started. And then uh, founded a different business. And so we started a different podcast specifically like for that audience. Right. Because right. it's super important who, who you're talking to. Right. It's all about the audience. Um, I'm like, I'm kind of a marketing guy end of day. And uh, yep. So started that one, started another personal one after that. And then, uh, and then I'm actually, I get paid to host two other shows that I was telling you that those are just like, seven minute long episodes and like we're talking specifically to uh the nonprofit industry that's that's yeah. our audience oh wow so it's it, yeah. so it's quite quick you went from two shows to get paid i mean that's that's right. everyone's goal really is in this sort of industry is to get paid and what they do and how they do it sort of thing how did you manage that dude that one was interesting enough that um i actually got approached to just be interviewed right basically right. like this it's like come come on let's chat because i've ha- I have a good of experience amount of experience so we we're talking about marketing and then um at the end of the show they just asked me like hey we we know that you have ran other podcasts are you interested in becoming a host for us also and so it sort of just fell right into my lap man honestly and said i i was you- a guest and then they go hey we're launching more shows so come be a host did you become like the negotiating master at that point? And you just say, give me a number and I'll think about it. And then you just, they just slide, they have yeah. the old school, they kind of they slide the number across the table and you look at it and go, no, <laughs> give it back to them. I yeah. love that. Dude, yeah, bas- basically. There's, that's funny that you bring it up. Have you ever, um, uh, have you ever like learned or like studied anything around negotiation? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm in, uh, well, I'm sales background myself. I'm in uh, recruitment. Yeah. Got things I've been in sales for years, sort of thing. So yeah, oh, yeah, I know all the old uh, the silent techniques and all that sort of kind of thing they show you. Oh yeah, I do all that, all that good stuff. Dude. So there's there's this book that I talk about all the time. I recommend to everybody. It's called Never Split the Difference. It's by it's written by an ex FBI negotiator. Ooh, love that. Dude, so this book is it's it's sick, right? It's, it's kind of a personal development book. Like it teaches you about negotiation. But he tells stories about how he negotiated bank robberies, how he negotiated hostage situations. But then he also tells stories about how he negotiated buying a car or like the amount that he pays for his rent. Dude, it is 
it's a sick book. And like I, I tell everybody, like, it basically changed my life around how I communicate and how I negotiate. Oh, that's a good, I might pick that up because there's, there's nothing right. better than walking down the street, going shopping, I don't know, going for a TV and people know who you are. After a couple of times, after like kind of go, negotiate with these salespeople, like you're notorious in the, the, the local town yep. that you're in. They're like, oh, fuck's sake, he's coming back. Yep. Everyone's like, you take care of this guy. Nobody wants to serve you. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's it's interesting because depending on how you approach conversations and negotiation, right? A lot of times people want to deal with you because like you're actually listening. You're actually hearing them and you're making sure that end of day, you know, it's it's fair, whatever the outcome is. Of course yeah. you want it to be skewed towards your direction as much as possible. You want to get everything you want out of it. But oh, cool. like end of the day, if you go for fair, then people love dealing with you. And like let's get rid of this old piece of shit stereotype that salespeople are like sleazy or like be scared of salespeople. Nah, fuck that, right? Let's <laughs> let's change change sort of the status quo. The status quo. So, so we we one thing that I always like because I'm in like obviously we're always in a, a podcasting community and everyone's in it and I always get I'm part of like a uh the indie podcasting groups at the minute right now you know and uh, a lot of the guys that keep coming to me and I mean I've helped one of my podcasting friends before uh, he does like kind of film reviews you know and uh, he, he's great Sean and he's That's... constantly looking at the numbers and all that sort of stuff and he's really enthusiastic <laughs> he's been going a year to this day. And he's put over 150 episodes out. And I'm like, holy shit. I've been gone three hey, years. And I'm, I'm wow. Three years and I've got 60. And I'm like, holy shit, man. You're like churning them out. Hey, so, wow. One thing that I always like asking, is, you're probably the, the, the best person to ask this, to be honest, is what would you say would be the fundamental best thing to do on a marketing side of stuff to grow a show? If somebody's starting right now and they're like, yeah, we've got the business, we've got the mic, they've got the computer, they've got an idea. How do you market that out to the masses? Yeah. yeah, man. I think the the two. I'll give you sort of two things that immediately come to mind. One is like make social media posts yourself to have your guests share. Right. That's you know that's I guess that's doing the assumption that you you have guests. Yeah, yeah. Right. But if you can leverage somebody else's audience. That's the ticket right there, right? Because when you're starting a podcast, you have no audience, no. right? Maybe you have a little bit of a social media following. Beautiful. So you're going to post on there. You're going to spread the word. But then if you can get people onto your show, or even if they're they're not interviewing you, right? Just like somebody's like, okay, this person's going to really love this episode. I just have a strong feeling. And so share it with them, have them listen to it, and then ask them to share it to their audience, Right. Right. Leveraging other people's audience and make it as easy as possible though. That's why I said, like, go ahead and create social media posts yourself to give to people, right? Give them the graphic, give them the little bit of the description to already have them be ready to go post it. Right. Leverage other people's audiences. And obviously uh, and then number two, what I'll give go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you have to put the time and effort to put in that podcast or put in the, the post as well. I think that's one of the main things a lot of people get stuck yeah. by is the time and effort it takes to edit of the, the short-term videos and uh, post them out all that sort of time. And it's it's uh, it's crazy. From my point of view, that's what's the main thing that I do. I struggle at marketing my stuff. Yeah. Is it takes so long just to get everything out there and create it all. And oh my God. So I think it's just having to be a bit it more patient does, in that man. aspect. Yeah. 
Yeah. So are are you uh, busy? Ed- do you edit all your own episodes? Chop them up, make posts, post everything online. I do. I well, yeah. I, well, I see that, yeah. and I, I I say that I want to do it, but so I have really let myself go yeah. with the marketing side of stuff. You know, it's I always say that. Yeah. yeah I yeah. Uh, one of the, the the main things I hate doing is editing. And when people ask me, they're like, uh-huh. um, so do you edit your podcast? And I go, no, I don't edit. I don't edit these podcasts because I want to hear the the, the, the the raw. I don't want it to be chopped up and having gaps. I want to hear it from straight. So it's, it's authentic and it's, it's a good story to tell. And it loses yeah. the momentum of the conversation. In reality, that's what I say to everyone. But in reality, I just can't be asked. <laughs> I just can't be asked editing. If I go through an hour conversation, I don't want to hear it again. I've always already, I'm in the conversation. I don't want to repeat that same conversation an hour later. No. So that's how I do it. But yeah. I've actually found um, a, a few websites that actually do it for you. Who they, they kind of cut, cut and paste yeah. it all for you. A, re, a good one, as I've found, is repurpose.io, which I've only just found out the past few days. Yeah. And that is, it's only in the yeah. sentence right now, but that is powerful. Very good. Very good. The way you put your long form of content out and especially on a YouTube channel and you cut down the chapters. So all you need to do is just cut the chapters on yep. what sort of segments and it does it all for you. Post it to everything automatically. Yeah. I'm like, the hell? It posted everything. I mean, it, it even creates like some other social media posts for you to be able to post other places too. You know, what, what I started doing, I was the same way, man. I've been editing videos for over a decade and I still get so tired of it. <laughs> It's it so takes good. so long to do and like, you know, it's, it's just not the most exciting thing. And so uh, I was right there with you, right? I was like, oh, okay, I'm just not going to edit edit the videos first. That's where I went. And then I got so lazy that I like wasn't even posting the videos. I was just like, switch oh, wow. lazy. So what I ended up what I ended up doing was um, I got a virtual assistant. I went on a site called Upwork. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Upwork, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiverr. Are these like sites, right? I'm actually when, on Fiverr. Um, I do, I'm guy, yeah, I'm on Fiverr myself because yeah. I do uh, voiceover work Perfect. as well because of the, the Scottish accent and I do oh, some uh, voiceover work. So I know Fiverr very well. Beautiful. There you go, man. And so, yeah, I found a guy out of Pakistan actually who did uh, did video editing and social media posting. And so after that, I think at that time he was charging like $4 an hour. Seriously? And so it, it ended up costing me. Yeah, it ended up costing me less than 10 bucks an episode to cool. have him edit everything, have some content ready to go and posting. I think Carl went the I wrong did, way. Right? It's yeah, like I... you have a little bit of money. It's worth it. Well, the thing that I went the wrong way. I went to Upwork, right? Because I said, right, I'm going to get myself a video editor. I'm going to sit there and get myself a video editor. Yeah. I, I could go. And uh, so I went on Upwork and it was, um, got a lot of uh, adverts. I, I went advert up. I got a lot of feedback, sorry, from people applying for it. So I said, right, I'm going to fork yeah, it, yeah. spend my whole day, let's, let's interview these guys. And um, I got this girl, she yep. was great, fantastic, did all the business, used all the great editing tools, we got on, great, fantastic, no problems at all. And she was in the US, I think she was in Vegas, she's a freelance video editor, uh-huh. and I was like, right, okay, let's go for it, what's, what's your normal charge? And I was like, I put my budget, some like couple of hundred dollars sort of thing, and uh, she went, right, so my budget yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, Six hundred dollars per video, and I went. Excuse me, of what now? Six hundred dollars, and I went. I said to him, "Goes, darling, right? I am literally. This is my side hustle right now. I'm not really monetized this yet. Yeah, like I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get six hundred dollars yeah. myself from my own job. Never mind to give to you to yeah. edit videos. So from then on, no. I, right, 
I'm going to learn how to edit. So I said, right, I'm going to learn how to edit. So I was on the YouTube. I was doing all the business. And it didn't take long. So I know that the bare bones of it now. So I do my stuff myself. Do you yeah. have to spend time and nah, do it? No, it's not difficult, man. Good for... Yeah, hey, good for you for heading over to uh, YouTube University. Right? YouTube University and go it's learn great. how to do anything you want in the world. Exactly. It's when people turn around and say, like, I don't know how to do something. I always say to them, go to YouTube. There's a video for fucking everything on that bloody channel. It's the second, what's it they say? It's the second, after sure. Google, it's the second most searched site in the world right now, you know? Yeah. And I prefer, I prefer yeah. to use uh, YouTube than I do Google because at least you can see someone doing it firsthand. Yeah. Dude, I think it's funny that, yeah, so Google is the number one most popular search engine. YouTube is number two, but yet they're the same company. You know, they're they're both they're they're both owned by what is Google called now? Is is it Alphabet? Is like their yeah, parent yeah, company? Yeah. It's called Alphabet. But either way, they're the same company, Google and YouTube, and yet they rank number one and number two for most used search engines. But they're I'm right there with you. Somebody says, "Oh, I don't know how to do something." Someone says, "I don't know how to do something." I'm like, "No, you're just lazy. You're just fucking lazy that you haven't even Googled it." Like, I know. Simple as that. It's it's always, it's when people always come up to me, and I don't mind asking, telling them. It's like, I mean, I've obviously been doing this for, well, five years, six, four years, five years doing podcasting, but whatever I've done is self-taught. I didn't ask anyone. Nobody was there to teach me, so I decided to self-taught, teach myself. I don't mind people coming up to me and who just started and going, how to do this, how to do this. I'm more than happy to go out there, but sometimes I go, Dude, go and find it yourself. I can only teach you how I like to do things. Everyone does things different. The way I do things, people hate it. They go, I don't understand how you can actually function because your life is chaos. And it is chaos. I have no organizational (laughs) skills. I don't know what the fuck is going on tomorrow, never nine and two weeks' time. I'll have people, I've got guests messaging me 10 minutes before going, we've got a podcast today, haven't we? I'm like, shit, yes, we have. It's crazy. So I always say to them, work it out for yourself, guys, and do what you need to do by yourself and figure out yes. your own way of doing it. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though. So it's like to a certain extent, and I don't know where that line is, right? Because, I mean, I, I just started this this chain of conversation here with like, right? If, if you don't know how to do it, you're lazy, right? Because you have a Google to go figure it out. But at what point do we get too in the weeds, quote unquote, in the weeds with things. Like if you're right. not good at it, if you don't enjoy it, should you even learn how to do it? Like it depends if you have a little bit of capital, right? To be able to pay somebody else to delegate it out to do it, right? Like you just said, you you hate organization. You're not organized. You don't know what's go- going on tomorrow, two weeks. If there's a guest today, tomorrow, whatever it might be, it'd be great for you to simply invest into some sort of assistant to just True. keep you organized. Makes sense. Right? We always say play so, by your strings and play by line? your strings and go for what you're good at. You know, yeah. like Gary Vee said that, didn't he? You know, double down on what you're good at and yeah. buy it out to someone else and what you're shit at. Yeah. Which, yeah, it makes sense. Dude, it makes perfect sense, right? Why? I think this was like just some like old school shit that people were always like, oh yeah, you got to focus on like what you're not good at and get better at it. Why? That's fucking stupid. Like, how about we just focus on what we're good at, what we enjoy, and yeah. become unbelievable at it? Love that. God, I want to, I want to, I want to, after this show, I am literally going like, to go and made it and edit the shit out of every episode I've got and just start repurposing all my content. <laughs> <laughs> You've motivated me now. Look at that. You've let a fire win. Look at you. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm happy to hear, man. But no, I think it's funny. Like, so have you? You've probably heard of like there's all these like personality tests and like assessments. There's like one called like DISC and uh, Myers Briggs. Yeah. Like, there's all these assessments, right? Um, I I found one a couple years ago, and I actually uh, bought it like through a, a coach and a facilitator for me and on all my employees. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's called Clifton Strengths. And it's literally, it's what we're talking about. It's not like how DISC puts you in like all these different buckets yeah. of like, oh yeah, this is what you can work on. This is blah, blah, blah. Now it gives you just your strengths. It ranks like your strengths and then it tells you focus on just the top five. I think there's like 50 or something. Wow. Yeah, yeah, It says yeah. only focus on the top five and double down on your strengths, right? And let's delegate the rest. I did one of those um, discs um, things that test before, and basically what <laughs> yeah <laughs> the results is brilliant. It they came over and said that I I was a high I in the I category, which basically yeah. means I'm needy and I need praise twenty four seven to do a good job. And I'm like, oh my god, that's sort of but I go, yeah, I actually am. I am when I if I'm doing something, I need validation. Oh Tell me I'm doing something well, please. Well, hey, Ryan, you're doing a great job today, man. I'm enjoying this a lot. Oh, bless you. And do you know what? Podcast <laughs> is the worst way to fucking do it, right? Because you never get anyone coming back and telling you you're doing awesome or doing a good job or commenting or giving feedback. You just have to wing it, some, especially when you're first starting, because you have no idea if you're doing yeah. something right, because no one's there yet. And that was torture for me. And I'm like, nobody's I'm listening. Doing well. I've got about, oh, yeah. even on my earlier episodes, I was like pleading. Guys, if you if you like the episode, just please comment on it or say something. And I look back and I cringe yeah. at it now. I'm like, oh my god, you're so desperate. Yeah, such a needy son of a bitch. That's that's so funny. So I was about to ask, right? So it's hard to get feedback on podcasts. Yeah. Do you think that's a good thing for the host for getting rolling, or do you think it's a bad thing? I think it's like, sometimes it could be good and sometimes it's bad. I am going to be one of those guys that sits on the fence and this. You're going to go, ah, oh, fuck it out. But um, it's yeah. good because, especially if you're starting, because I've learned that podcast isn't is podcasting and talking is a skill you have to learn, um, and sometimes getting feedback um from other people say because they hear it and they can see it from an outside perspective that you don't right. actually see, don't notice. I've noticed yeah. that before. A couple of my friends, um, they listened to it and they went, "Right, you could be, you 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 ask questions too long. You repeat this question before you ask it." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, fair enough." Yeah. And then sometimes it. Nice. You learn from it, but having no feedback is good because then it forces you to learn. It forces you to listen to your own yes. stuff again, and then if you're not liking it, it turns in your head and you start to learn from that way. Yeah, yeah, I I I like that a lot. So, you know, if you can get good constructive feedback from people you trust, right? Like you said, people telling you, Ryan, you're asking questions too long, you're repeating it. Right, they're basically telling you like, just ask a single sentence question and then shut up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Great feedback. But you know what I find so much is people are afraid to even start because people Man. are afraid of judgment most of the time. They're What's afraid that? of failure. Yet in the podcast space, it's interesting because you put it out. There's not really a place for somebody to comment. There's not a place for haters to really get at you, nah, right? That's true. And so it's kind of like an easier place to start because you, it doesn't matter, fear of judgment, 
how are they going to judge you? They can talk about you around their dinner table, I guess. Or like, shit, they could come find you, I guess. And then like, you know, shoot you a direct message. Dude, your podcast absolutely sucks. Like, I hate you. <laughs> like, but other than that, like, right, it's almost a, it's an easier, less fearful place to start if you're trying to put out content. Yeah. Have, have you had uh, any haters yourself? Dude, I, I don't directly that I know of. No. Um, it upsets me a little bit. Because <laughs> they it always actually, say, it actually upsets me. They always say yeah. if you're do if someone hates on you, you're doing something right. Dude, I, I put this post out on Facebook the other day. It said, it ended with, uh, it said, attain haters, attain greatness. Oh. Well, that's something you put up in yeah. your role, that is, isn't it? Yeah, right. I mean, I had so many people commenting, like, dude, when's the t shirt coming out? Like, <laughs> when are you going to make this into a t shirt? I was like, I think I might. Like, click this click this link for your pre order now. No, so, but, but honestly, right. And I, I didn't put it on there. I was like, and I was trying to be a little bit more um, straightforward and like critical and like cause people to get mad. I put on there, I said, if you have no haters, you're a nobody. And like, obviously, like, come on. Yeah. Duh, everybody, everybody, somebody even put there, everybody's a somebody to somebody. Okay, thanks, Betty. Appreciate <laughs> your comments. Like, no shit. But like, I put on there, I was like, if, if you don't have haters, you're nobody. Just like get really like grab people's attention. Yeah. And then I put on there, I was like, I, I have almost no haters. So I'm basically a nobody. It's literally what I put on there. Yeah. I guess I'm not stirring the pot enough. I'm not shaking things up enough to like make people angry or upset. And so it, it makes me wonder about what am I doing? Am I am I always sitting on the fence too much? Well, the thing is, I uh, I decided to put myself on uh, on TikTok, which is literally the guarantee nice. you're gonna get a lot of shit. Whatever video you put up, you could put the nicest video online yeah. on there, and someone's gonna have a fucking issue with it. Yeah, anyone under the sun comes on. I put nice. myself on there, and all like you know the the worst the one I think I got was. Um, I think I got one that says you're full of shit, and I went okay, thanks for that. But the best one mm. I got is the one I did. I did realize Johnny Sins's dad is now doing podcasting, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or a or, or a diss. I was like, this, this, that, I'm taking that as a good thing. I'm like, thanks, buddy. Well done. That's a compliment, man. It's a compliment. And I just, I, I just, I just commented underneath it and went, yeah, taught him everything he knows, you know, and that's. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, no, dude, just steer into it. I like it. I love it. You have to do it. You I, have to really I like get it. How long? You... Yeah. How long? Sorry. No. Play. No. I, I was going to ask how long have you been on TikTok now? What are you? Uh, what, what sort of your style over there? What are you pushing? I just uh, well, the thing is, is I use everything up. I use my own like kind of marketing thing. I've been on there for about a year now. I've not really done much with it. I'm more of a, a consumer on TikTok. You know, I always like to kind of. You know, when you're on the toilet, you're sitting there, you grab your phone out. Instead of Facebook, you're on TikTok. It's so easy just to look at videos. And I just sit there for, like, before I go to bed, yeah. scroll through these stupid videos. I've been on there for a year and I posted a few, yeah. uh, a few uh, yeah. um, kind of videos on there. And it's mostly been like clips from the podcast yeah. thing. They're not doing too well. But then I decided nice. to go, okay, I want to do something different. And I posted a couple of days ago. So, like, podcasting tips. This is the. Only for TikTok, I would really, I'll post it on Twitter and someone Instagram. But um, I thought, right, I'm going to take the piss. I am literally going to take the piss right now because everyone says like, you see all these people that are on 
uh, these sort of platforms and you see them all going podcasting tips and you see them giving all the podcasting tips Good. going, you need to do this. You need, they don't really give you the information you need. It's the same as it's generic returned crap. So I've decided to take the piss. Yeah. So I'm, I'll, I'll basically turn around and just put on one of the videos and said, if if you're on like a, a podcast and people are struggling to hear you and the audio is not very good, I went, buy a microphone. And that was it. And then I just stopped it. And then the next one, and they said, if you're doing a, a video, <laughs> if you're doing like a video podcast, online video podcast, and they're struggling to hear you, buy a webcam. And it's really stupid stuff like this. And it's just like, just like yeah. generic, obvious stuff. And I'm just basically taking the piss yeah. out of these guys who are telling you to do things. And this is the way to do it. And it's just uh -huh. bullshit. So I'm just, it's very satire. Very satire. A lot of people have, have like got it. it. A lot of people have got it. A lot of people have turned around and went, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. I'm like, dude, you're not getting the joke right yeah. now. Literally, the joke is, uh, no shit, Sherlock. Like, yeah, dude. But that's funny. You could even go find um, videos of people doing this stuff, right? Yeah. And then what's it called? I think it's called like a, a stitch. Like where you use yes. their video and then like you record a little bit of a video beside it or before or after it. Um, and they start going into like these fancy tips and then like it just pops to you and it's like, buy a microphone. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. I'll save you, I'll save you 30 seconds of your life. Buy a microphone. No bad. Yeah. Done. Simple as that. Buy a microphone. Buy a camera. Good. Right? Get get some earphones. <laughs> get some earphones. And then, but and then the la and then the last one. Go ahead and just give up because we know you're going to anyways. <laughs> well, when they say it's seven episodes, if you do seven, <laughs> if you can last after seven, you're going to keep doing it. Um, but a lot of people don't, and that's obviously what you're saying there. Yeah, I think it's like ninety or ninety-five percent of podcasts die before episode seven. That's shocking stats, isn't it? That is shocking. Dude, it's craziness. But I mean, it's literally lack of motivation, lack of follow through, right? Um, people go to try something and then uh, it, they don't get immediate gratification out of it or they don't become an overnight, a literal overnight success. And they're like, oh, okay, well, what's next? Maybe I should, let me go try something else now, right? Let me go try and find the, the quick win. Where can I make money the fastest? Yeah. And then it's just. Bah, 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 yeah. I'm going to try cryptocurrency yeah. now. I'm going to be a crypto trader. Podcasting is not monetizing enough, so I'm going to go be a crypto. I'm, I could be good at that. No, you're not. You're going to suck at that as well. You're no bad. Yeah, because you don't put in enough time and effort. That's it. Right? Simple as that. Have you have you heard of the, uh, the 10,000 hour rule? No, what's that? So people claim that to become an expert at something, it takes 10,000 hours of practice. The easiest to say is like professional sport athletes, right? Most of them spent their whole lives playing the sport and they practice and practice and practice. And so they, some scientists, I don't, I don't know, back in the day figured out it takes about 10,000 hours to become an expert, wow. become world renowned. Yeah, just nuts, right? And so there's ways that you can skip ahead of like, it doesn't have to be 10,000 hours, but I bring it up nonetheless just to show like, Let's quit thinking in these short terms of like, let me try something once. Let me just try it right now and I'm going to be great. Instead, put it in the perspective of I'm going to have to work towards 10,000 hours before I'm actually going to be an expert, before I'm going to be truly great. 
And like, yeah, like I said, we're, we're going to chop that time down a lot. It's not going to actually take 10,000 hours, but if that could be our mindset, right, then we're going to, we're always going to reach success then because we're going to quit just jumping around all the time. That's it. That's it. It's, it's, it's commitment and consistency. This is going to make you what you're going to do. And I think nice. that's the main thing, especially nice. with podcasting as well. You have to be consistent. And I've fell short of this so many times is if you're going to have a show, you have to be committed. Do it every week. If you're going to do a show every week, make sure it's the same time, at the same day, all yeah. the fucking time. You can't let up. You have to keep going. And uh, a lot of people don't do that, and I'm one yeah. of them. I, I stopped doing that. Sometimes I was I was posting a, an episode up on a Friday, posting up an episode on a Monday, and I was sitting yeah. there saying to myself, why is my listeners not getting larger? Why are my listeners not? Because they don't even know you're posting yet. They, you, mm-hmm. you just, they don't know you're there. And it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's absolutely yeah. mental why it's just a small thing like that can make a huge difference to your show yeah but you know what's interesting it's like so you said right that you yourself you fell off or like you now or a couple weeks couple months whatever it was since your last episode yeah but the most important thing is that you're back now that's it done right people get into this this shit head space of oh well it's been so long like i can't just go back to it now or they say like oh well I can't do it every single week. And so then I'm just going to not do it at all. Uh, well, guess what's better than not doing it at all is doing it once a month, once every three months. Yeah. That's still better than zero. Cool. Right? Like people yeah. put too much pressure on themselves. It's mental, isn't it? It's mental. So, um, so, so obviously the shows that you've been, you've been doing previously and all that sort of stuff, what, what has been your sort of favorite kind of show you've done before? Yeah, so um, uh, the show that I'm, I'm running right now uh, is called Making a Difference, which is pretty great. And so I said we're we're specifically interviewing uh, nonprofit leaders, like executive directors, board members, things like that, about what they're doing in the world, okay. which is uh, which is pretty sweet. Before that, I think my favorite show. Oh man, like honestly, I have two. I have two others that I'll sit up and say. The other one's called. Uh, legacy of leaders. Okay. And I was interviewing entrepreneurs, like big time entrepreneurs, around leadership tips. And man, it's one. It was one of those classic cases where I was like, I feel like I am, I'm stealing from these people. Like <laughs> I am just stealing knowledge. Like, thank you. Come again, dude. It was just I was raking in all of this knowledge of just like leadership tips. And then um, I have other brand that's called Journey to Legacy. Which like that podcast, it's still it's still around, but it hasn't I haven't posted on it in a while. Um and I interview that's what I was telling you earlier, it's like two hour long interviews or like it's more it's usually closer to an hour, but some of them go two hours. Where I'm interviewing people around their whole life's journey towards whatever the legacy is that they want to leave on this world. Cool. It's a pretty big question. Yeah, well, yeah, it gets especially, pretty deep. It gets, yeah, especially to t- someone like that is, is someone who's in that sort of like kind of, I know, like kind of hierarchy, like directorship and business owners and entrepreneurs. Asking yeah. them that question, that's like, oh, you're gonna dig, and that, that's the, the penultimate question to ask someone like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny because how I was running the the interviews is I told them from the beginning I was like, there's there's nothing scripted. Right, we're we're just gonna roll with it. I'm fortunate to say that I'm pretty good at listening and asking questions, but then at the way end, I ask one scripted question, 
And it is, what is the legacy that you're working to leave on this world? And then so uh, they think on it for maybe a minute. I'm like, okay, let's run it. Let's roll. And I think they come up with the answer throughout the interview. Because a lot of the times, most of the time, I'll, I'll start out with, when was the first time you ever had an interest in business? And so they'll say, some people, you know, ran lemonade stands. Some people like, oh, my parents were in business. Yeah. Right? Others will say, I never thought I was going to be in business. I was, I went to corporate route nine to five for 30 years until I started like deciding I want to do something else. And then like we go step by step from like what skills did they get? Like did they go through programs? Did they learn on YouTube? Whatever it might be each step of the way. And then it's almost painting this whole picture of their life and their values. And it makes them even realize like, okay, the legacy that I want on this world. A lot of time ends up being like something for their kids. They want to be remembered by their kids. They want to leave the world a better place for their families. Um, And then there's others that are like, I'm trying to cure paralysis. It's, that's one of the, one of the guys that wow. I was talking to. Like they run a nonprofit, yeah, trying to find a cure for paralysis. Holy shit! Um, people do unbelievable things in this world, man. They do, they do. It's just unfortunate the world's going to shit right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's <laughs> true. You know, but hasn't it just all, hasn't it always just been kind of shitty? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's been shitty. It's just what you make of it, really, to be honest, and find out. And- Make the best best of it. This is the thing. This is the thing. Making the best of a, a difficult situation. This is what the human race is all about and what we've basically succumbed to and what we've overcame many times yeah. throughout the years. Yeah. So we could do it. And and it's gonna keep happening, keep happening. Right? I mean, let's let's just I mean, I'm pretty over COVID, honestly, like just even talking about it. But out of curiosity, was there anything that you sort of specifically did that helped you to overcome to focus on the good versus the bad um basically develop an unhealthy uh, drink problem <laughs> that helped you <laughs> i did that as well <laughs> everyone did didn't they that was it do you know what i, I don't this is really bad i was chanting on me about this the other day there and so during the lockdown period we had in the uk sort of thing and we were literally locked down for like three months at a time and i was looking at it and we were getting paid we were on paid and all that sort of stuff and I missed that day. I missed the days because we were getting up. I was getting, I was, I didn't, didn't need to work. I was getting free money basically. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was just getting up and uh, eating and playing <laughs> Xbox and getting drunk at night with my mates on yeah. Zoom playing poker games or playing Xbox yeah. or whatever. It was the best time of my life. I can't lie to you. Of you course, I, can, I, I look back yeah. at it now and I should. I wouldn't keep saying that. That's another thing. You, but what about your friends and family? You couldn't go out. You couldn't do this. Your mental health. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But I didn't really give a shit about that at the time. In that yeah. moment, I thought it was the no. best time ever. I look back at it now and I go, nah, that was really shit. But at that point in time, bliss. Yeah, just don't lie to us. You still think back and you're like, damn, I wish I could go back to there again. Like, <laughs> man, I wish I could just get paid to just sit at home and... Drink and play Xbox. Like, I mean, that's this is what I'm. I'm wouldn't I had to, that I'm, well, it would be very nice. I've had two days off, and I'm back into work tomorrow. And I'm sitting there wondering, going, do I have to go into work tomorrow? Can I just sit here and just like, can I Leave. book the? I don't want to. And I'm like, oh god. But yeah, unfortunately, we do. I'm always like that after holidays. You know, I mean, you get the holiday blues, don't you? And you have to go back into work and all that yeah. sort of shit. But yeah, it's all good fun. Though. Yeah, of course. See, I, I sometimes go like get the direction of i'm like almost tired of of hanging out so i'm tired of relaxing 
where I'm like, okay, it's like I've, I got this like itch going. Yeah. Right? I need to go work on something. Right. I think that's, I, I've called it uh, restless productivity is, is what I have. I just can't sit still. And so, so restless. And so I I'm, end up being productive. My biggest thing with this is, well, when it comes into the podcast instead of stuff we were talking about before, is is taking that the first step into it. I mean, once I I, I, I I hate doing the editing stuff, but once I get into it, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm like, oh, I love this. And as soon as you see something, you're editing a show or you do a 10, 15-minute clip or a 10-second clip or whatever it is, and you look back at it and you completely yeah. go, yes, I want to do another one. I want to do another one. And it's the same with this. Once I start getting the consistency of doing my podcast again, I want to keep doing it. I love doing it. I come off. I'm like, that's great. I love that. I love chatting to random people. And I love to hear about people and learning from them. And that always goes in the back of my head all the time. But it's the first step of getting over that hurdle. Um, it's the hardest one. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's a lot. I don't know if people listening can hear, understand that. But it's, it's that first step over is the really hardest part for me. It's the motivation to take that first step. Dude, it's, it's just starting. You're not alone at all in that. Yeah. Right. Like I, I do for work. I've, I have a good amount of just like business coaching clients. Right. I do a little bit of like life coaching stuff also. And just starting is like the biggest thing, man. Nike said it best. Just do it. Just do it. Dude, I or tell everybody, if you want to, if just you're a middle, start. If you're a millennial, Shia LaBeouf did it, said that as well. And he was very more vocal at it. <laughs> if that means there you go just do it yeah <laughs> follow yeah, your dreams exactly. <laughs> exactly exactly so no but, well, I mean, but you're, you're, you're so right I was gonna say it's just it is uh, so we keep talking over here sir but it is um, it is the, but... the, the crazy part of it of getting over it and getting past that motive. it's like going to the gym Everyone says it's that first step going to yes. the gym and all that. And you have to because you're working but, out yourself. You're working out, you're, you're obviously going to the gym and your muscles. But this this is going to be sound really cheesy. But this time you're working out your creativity. Yeah. No, done. Seriously. It's it's it's, a, it's as simple as that, right? And it's, <laughs> it is the first step. It's drive to the gym or it's open up the video editing software. Right? That first step is the biggest yeah. hurdle. You just got to up and start. I said, I said, what would you say? Here's one for you. When I'd love to hear your take on this. What would you say is the 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 worst thing about podcasting nowadays? The worst thing, yeah, about podcasting. Oh man, I don't know. You are you saying from like a uh podcast host perspective you're talking about from just like industry overall for listeners let's do let's do the industry overall because podcasting has changed a lot over the past well two years very uh very quickly and it used to be a from my opinion it used to be a well kind of niche part and people used to do it and now it's become a little bit more commercial everyone's doing all the time but what would what would you say is the worst part of the industry the way it's going right now yeah i mean it's it's for sure super crowded right it's like everybody i feel like has tried to start a podcast right they're trying to to get into like the space and i think there's more there's enough room for everybody i suppose yeah but um 
you know, I think maybe to some extent because there are so many people in the space and so many people that start and then just like quit, uh, it sort of gives a bad name, right? I think it gives everybody a pretty bad rep. If you're saying like, oh, I run run a podcast or I'm a podcast host, then people are like, oh, you're another one of those. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, I am not another one of those. Like, um, and so I, I don't know. I think that's probably, that's probably what I would say is the worst piece. I mean, what do you think? You're, you're no newbie at all. No, no. Do you know why I think I don't mind about people starting podcasts. I'm more than happy to get them in there, but if they're doing it for the sake of doing it, I I don't like business podcasts. I hate them. I hate people who do, who have got company, (laughs) basically what I used to do. And, but the thing is, especially in yeah. like um, a sales environment, this is the main one. Like, but from my environment, uh, uh, my nine to five, I do recruitment and stuff like that, headhunt. And you always uh-huh. see, we're going to do a podcast, we're going to do a podcast. And they start it and they build so much hype into it. And they do, yeah, we're great, we're great. And you never hear from them again after like two episodes. And it's just like, why are you, yeah. why are you building? So you're just making, as you said before, you're making yourself look like a knobhead, like a dick, because you've just built yourself up and you've quit because you're not getting straight away a hundred thousand views because basically you've just started yeah. and you don't know fucking anything about what you're doing so that's the reason why you're not doing it. it's a, a, yeah. a learning curve but when it comes to like what i mean i love people who come up to me and say i want to start a podcast i'm like go for it i i've got friends Start one do it what do you want to talk about and it's just like, i don't know just i know then just go for it but it's just frustrates before sometimes when you see everyone do that and as you said before I agree with what you said when they just quit it gives them like that oh Christ is going to quit after but when you turn around and say to them how lot what your show's about I've been doing for X amount of years they go oh oh so you must be really good then you must be well I like to think so here's my here's my link to my show tell your friends like share and subscribe you know what I mean I even did that on dating websites yeah on Bumble, they're like getting on these girls. Like, nice. what you do? I was like, oh, I'm a podcaster. Watch your show. And they go, tell your friends. And if it doesn't work out, you at least have got, you may have got a couple of listeners from it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he, I love that. I love that a lot. I have a, a friend who was doing that where uh, he was an insurance agent, actually. And so he was on dating apps and he like made it basically on like the app that he was like, I'm an insurance agent. Uh, swipe right to get a free quote where I'll save you like a hundred bucks or something <laughs> like that. That's amazing. And like, genius. I mean, yeah, I think he literally made money from it. That's it. Hey, end of the day, take advantage of it. Oh, you know, you have to go, especially this is to put your marketing cap on, you have to go with the audiences. And if there's a good audience out there on dating apps, you're going to get, they're targeted. Job done. You've nailed it. You've go, nailed it. Go where your audience is, right? And then how can you be a little different? Dude, you take those two things, you're good. You're, you're good, good to, to go. go. So where do you see podcasting going in the future? Um, uh, Into virtual reality. Oh, really? Sure. Into virtual reality, for sure, man. Yeah. I mean, so maybe not podcasting, I guess, specifically, but like if we're talking interviews, yeah. right? Why would we do an interview like this versus where one where we could be quote unquote sitting beside each other actually right like that's how it's going to be in in virtual reality or even in augmented reality right which is like putting digital into your physical right it's like i can be sitting here with with glasses on and it's going to look to me exactly like you're sitting right here on the couch 
God, that'd be why, that... why? Why would I not go that route, right? That would be pretty awesome, to be quite honest with you. That's some like kind of futuristic sci-fi shit right there, isn't it? Dude, and it is. It's not that. It's not that futuristic sci-fi. It's like right now. Wow. It is absolutely like right now. Like Facebook, or I guess Facebook's company is called Oculus, and I guess yep. they're not Facebook anymore either. They're, they're Meta, Meta. Right? but either way, but Oculus just released a new headset that is both virtual reality and augmented reality, and then they released uh, with this headset it has full body tracking. Wow! And so there's like sensors from the headset, right? That like shoot down or all around, and so then when you're in virtual reality, all of this it's like you're character avatar whatever is doing all the stuff that your whole body is doing and so my man it is it is right now where you want to hang out with your friends why would you go drive there when you could literally just put your headset on and then you're there you're You're on the couch there are all your friends you're all watching the same tv you're all talking to each other the exact same way like only difference is you can't you can't touch it right and i don't know how often you touch your friends but you it know, depends. some people might think it's a good thing. It depends how much, how many drinks I've had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you so, Wade, it's um, it's it's actually been a great time. I think we'll probably wrap it up because I know busy man. You got yeah, you've got places to go, people to see, you know that sort of stuff. But I tell you what, we need to get you back on because I know yeah. we could do another three or four hours of this. To be quite honest with you, I think it'd be great fun to have you back on later down the line. But um. So, um, Dude, so it's a pleasure. Where where can people find you? When where can people um uh, come have check you out? Yeah, you know, I I try and shoot people to LinkedIn mostly. Cool. But if you're super against LinkedIn, uh, any of any literally any single social media channel that there is, or pop my name into Google, Wayne Veltzman to the V. Uh, I got a pretty unique name, and uh, I've been in the digital marketing space for so many years that uh. You'll, you'll find me pretty easily. And then uh, hit me up, right? I tell everybody always, once again, just start. Take the first step. Shoot a message out of the blue. Um, I got lots and lots of free content for business and mindset growth and personal development and all kinds of shit. And if you just want to have a chat, shoot me a message also. But Ryan, dude, absolute pleasure, dude. We could absolutely go for it. Hours more, no <laughs> doubts. We need to scratch the surface. We were talking about stuff beforehand for the episode that we're like, all right, let's let's hit record, like you know, get back into this. I don't think we even we didn't even revisit. We, like, revisit. we got topics on topics, endless. We got to get involved again. We got to get involved again. Wayne. that's it. There we go. I'll, I'll book you in. I'll book yeah. you in for a couple of months' time. And we can do it again. I like it. I like. Hey, I appreciate it, man. You're you're doing awesome. Like you ask great questions. Lots of fun. Appreciate Keep it up, it, brother. Thank you, buddy. See, that's the high eye. The high eye's been just, just been you said, yes, get in here. Get in. <laughs> Always a pleasure, <laughs> Wayne. Take care, everyone. Always a pleasure.